Hello, fellow Gritizens. Do you believe in your ability to navigate life's obstacles, but you're not always sure where to start? Well, lend me your ear, because here on Grow My Grit Podcast, we gather strength and inspiration from real people navigating real obstacles in real time with grit. I'm so grateful for the chance to connect guests and listeners who are ready to know, grow, and show their grit, perhaps best described as one's default settings in the face of obstacles. With our individual grit compass as our guide, one of the biggest opportunities available to us is identifying the strengths we already possess and we reliably bring to challenging situations. These insights into ourselves and into others allow us to explore obstacles with renewed passion and purpose. Are you ready? Welcome to Grow My Grit Podcast. I'm so excited for today's guest, Jasmine Virginia. Jasmine Virginia is an Oakville-based artist who followed the promptings of a lucid dream that was clear in its message to start creating light-filled art. Her work blends upscale materials such as crystals, semi-precious stones, mother of pearl, and more with chains, metals, and recycled jewelry components unearthed in antique jewelry stores and secondhand shops. The true thrill of her art is watching it transform before your eyes as you interact with the pieces and they interact with the light in the room. Her work has often been described as sparkling sculpture on canvas, and she believes art should be a multi-sensory experience accessible to all. When she's not creating art, you can find Jasmine writing music and rocking stages across the country as the front woman of the well-known alternative rock band, Polarity. Polarity is not your average independent band. They've thrived being DIY for over a decade, playing hundreds of Canadian shows to growing audiences who are looking for a unique and soulful sonic experience. Since their formation in 2008, the band's list of accomplishments includes four studio albums, working with Grammy-winning producers, Juno-winning producers, Canadian radio play on mainstream rock stations, and a YouTube channel showing over half a million views and growing worldwide audience. Polarity's music takes you on an emotional roller coaster ride where the landscape of sounds shift from harsh and aggressive to transcendental and ethereal in seamless seconds, all while the vocals ooze with soul and range from vulnerable and honest to powerful and in demand. Jasmine, welcome to Grow My Grit Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Oh. I'm so happy to be here. What an honor, mm. you know, what you're doing with grit and, you know, giving people the tools to work through life is such a blessing. So the fact that you've asked me is truly humbling. So thank you. I'm happy to be here. This is so good. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for coming. And I always love to start by inviting guests to tell us, how do you define your grit? Okay, so I I kind of did like a three-part, you know, grit, because I just feel like once I sort of started diving into it, it was just so multidimensional. Mm. I was like, there's so many. It's like somebody asking your favorite song. You know, mm. it's like, I have many, you know. So, so I did um, multiple. So if I have my sort of three sections, so I have grace, respect, integrity, tenacity. Mm. Those are some, some, some really big pieces in my life. And then I have grounding, result, impact, and teach. Mm. And then I have God, remove, intuition, and truthful. 
So if you want me to sort of sort of what does that mean sort of in in uh, in everything so like you know with you know grace respect integrity and tenacity you know as we're walking through life you know um just really calling grace into our lives and also sort of having grace with how we approach situations you know are mm. we are we responding or are we reacting you know mm. calling that grace into my life or, or or understanding that you know grace is moving through my life sometimes during hard situations um respect respect for others respect for myself right mm. like respect for the situation you know calling that in really seeing everybody for their own value and yeah. you know respecting that integrity i always try to just show up as you know an authentic person mm -hmm. i really want to just be integral with my interactions and you know not putting up you know a facade of anything in in anything that i do you know it's just so important for me to just you know be myself mm. and and honor people as themselves you know um and then tenacity uh, just you know we need to work hard at things we need to keep showing up yep. you know being an artist one of the things i say is it would be lovely if every day we woke up with inspiration mm -hmm. but especially i find especially with songwriting you know and art as well you know we have to show up to the practice sometimes before the inspiration even comes and yeah. we have to show up multiple times and sometimes you know there's been songs where I'm the time signatures are really bizarre and you know and I'm just like crying in my room for a week thinking mm. like what on earth am I ever how can I ever write a mm. melody to this mm. you know but it's just the tenacity to show up to the practice or the tenacity to you know keep doing it year after year yes. you know as you know different bandmates come through and you know it, it's tough it's not easy being DIY mm -hmm. so that's that's sort of my, my grit one yeah. grit to grounding you know just really grounding into the situation like you know just really calling some grounding sometimes we're quick to you know sort of be be flying everywhere mm. in our thoughts and you know that's when ego and fear and all these things can really start to like overpower us so it's yeah. just like really grounding taking those deep breaths and you know being like okay i'm here now and like mm -hmm. i can do this um result what is the result we want to achieve you know in yeah. any situation you know am i am i looking to sell a piece of art am i looking to give people you know a, a true experience with a concert how can i call that in how can i be present to that mm. um impact what is the impact that our, our actions are having yeah. on every situation you know that's that's a big one so mm -hmm. you know if i'm if i'm able to take that that moment of deep breath, you know, during, you know, a, a songwriting session with my bandmates, you know, okay, wh well, what do we want to achieve? What is the impact of this particular song that we're trying? Are we, mm. are we trying to, to wow people, you know, with, yep. with, with, with the guitar prowess or, mm. or are we trying to once again, sort of, you know, provide something that is digestible, but still different, Yes, you know, not yep. too far out. Yep. What is every situation trying to teach us? Mm -hmm. That's the teach. That's the tea. That's okay. the teach, you know? Okay. And then my last little bit of grit is, is God. You know, I, I do believe in God. I'm a woman of faith. So, you know, just like really putting God at the forefront of my life and, you know, asking for that guidance to come in, um, remove for the R, removing negative thoughts, removing any, any, you know, self-sabotaging beliefs. It's so easy to, you know, just kind of get caught up mm -hmm. in in that. So that's sort of that remove. Following our intuition mm -hmm. is the eye to, you know, just allow that guidance into our life and be present to like what what is calling to me, what feels right, what doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And then truthful, again, just showing up with like a, just again, sort of authenticity always comes back to me to be truthful to the situation, really trying to speak truth into every interaction that I have and also just to be truthful to myself, what feels right.
what and then you know if it doesn't feel right be okay to say that because mm-hmm. it's important right mm-hmm. like those are where we set our boundaries mm-hmm. so that those were my three subsections of grit because i just it's it's so multidimensional so <laughs> and i love it and i love that you brought up the theme of being multidimensional because i'm an artist as an artist you're so committed to seeing the depth as well as the breadth of things so i love again what i love i love so much about what i do but i appreciate when people make the grit compass their own so some people go with one mm-hmm. word per letter i just had a guest who had 24 grit words altogether well, yeah. to be determined and to be shared soon <laughs> yes. and the fact that you have three circles of sorts so it mm-hmm. might be a Venn diagram of sorts, but you've yes. got three distinct grit compasses that really speak to your multidimensionality and the fact that different obstacles require a different set of opportunities to kind of face them. So I love that you were able to make this your own. That is my absolute joy in working with people and giving them this opportunity that you make it useful, make it mm. practical and make mm-hmm. it truthful. So yes. I love that everything you just shared really spoke to this is my grit and this is what it looks like. It doesn't have to look like anybody else's. This is the series of thoughts and the series of strengths that I'm going to call on because they work for me. Thank you, Hazen. It's, and it's true because in every situation, you know, you might want to pull on uh, one one of the different words, mm-hmm. but, but kind of it's a puzzle piece, mm-hmm. right? So it's like maybe one would be uh, grace, result, integrity, and teach, yep. right? So it's like, even though I kind of have them aligned in different ways, but mm-hmm. it's every situation is going to call for a different set of grits yes. in its, in its yes. own way, yes. in, in my world. In you your know? world, yep. So, yep. And that is the multidimensionality of Jumpin' Jasmine. I love it. <laughs> so building on that same idea. Mm-hmm. I want to actually play with your words in groups of letters as opposed to your compasses, only just to pull out a little bit of what yes. you said. Because what I hear when I hear your combination of grit of your G words, mm-hmm. they really evoke the theme of surrender. Mm-hmm. And I hear them put together. So I'm curious to know, do you find that your ego tries to stop you when you decide to invite in grace, God's will, and grounding mm-hmm. in the face of obstacles? Yeah, I feel like the ego fear, you know, fear is always something that has just, you know, put up that stone wall mm. for whatever reason, you know, mm. fear of other people's opinions, fear of failure, mm. fear of, um, you know, being judged mm-hmm. or so absolutely the ego is a big one that, you know, stops me and it's always self-sabotaging. Yeah. Right. So that to me is, you know, one of the big things that I've always faced. It's like, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm blessed, you know, in my life many ways. You know, I have a family that, you know, really supports what I do. I have great friends, but it's like I'm always the one to self-sabotage myself. Mm. So that that absolutely is ego. Mm-hmm. So, you know, calling in, you know, understanding, you know, that, you know, God has put me in a situation, yeah. you know, for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and calling on God's will into my life to say, okay, well, what is my next step here? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm really feeling like I'm absolutely stuck and I, I can't see the light right now. So it's like, what, what is that? You know, um, again, grace, like just understanding that grace does flow through all of our mm-hmm. lives, you know, and it's playing behind the scenes. And oftentimes, like you can only see it in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Right. So so now, luckily, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to have those experiences where it's like, wow, now I can look back and see how grace was flowing through my life. Because had this played out the way that I wanted it, it never would have led to me meeting this person yeah. that actually catapulted this other opportunity. Yeah. So just kind of understanding in those moments when we're, you know, sort of down on our knees or feeling really down on ourselves that, you know, grace is working. Mm-hmm. And then I just I also like to, 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 to kind of flip the word and, and again having grace within myself to handle each situation, right? And to, you know, not let my ego roar up, 
you know, yeah. people say, how have you been in a band for, you know, 12 years mm -hmm. now? Like that's, you know, many bands, you know, come and go within a few years. And a lot of times it is ego that flares up, yeah. you know, and I always yeah. say, you know, respect is like the number one thing that you have to have for your bandmates. Mm -hmm. So having, you know, grace to handle each situation and not, you know, putting other people down or, you know, understanding that, you know, we're all here to co-create something beautiful. So like, let's all try every idea and then let's all vote on which one feels the best or really just go with what feels best. And then, yeah, just again, that grounding, that sense of grounding of, yeah, like the ego wants to, you know, take you in all different directions and build these stories in your mind that don't even exist. But yeah. before you know it, you're already living it. And then you're, you know, you know, having the worst day ever because you've created this. So it's like just coming back to the moment, grounding yeah. in the moment to say, wait a second. Ah. <laughs> None of that exists right now. Yeah. You know, I've created these me approaching these people and them saying no and that they hate my work and that it will never go anywhere or whatever. And it's like, whoa, 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 come back. <laughs> you know, come back. Let's ground into the yeah. moment. Yeah, because that, you know, that, that's where we can really build our strength to say, okay, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? Not only asking God, but asking myself, yeah. you know, where, where, where do I want this to take me? So absolutely, I would say they are, you know, themes that revolve around, you know, yeah, quelling the ego. Yeah. Quelling this, the negative talk and the fear and, and all of the stuff that tries to stop us. Yes, and the surrendering into that element of this is not fulfilled. This is not the way it's always going to be. And to yes. speak to your point about, well, of having grace with myself and God's grace and the grounding is that this is where it is now. Mm -hmm. And once I've settled into what's happening right now, I don't even know what's next. I need to be present to that. This is what present me is experiencing. And yeah. this particular obstacle at this particular time yeah. is something that will not be here forever. So when I'm looking at that conversation with myself to see what it is, that's a temporary surrender of sorts. It's that that conversation with ego and with self around like, this isn't forever. This ability to ground is not, I'm not lying flat on the mm -hmm, ground for mm -hmm. the rest of time. I'm not right. resigning myself. Right. I'm taking a bit of opportunity to just create a foundation that's real absolutely yeah. and i love that you said like take that moment to ground because you know we're so hard on ourselves we want to yeah. go 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 all the time but you know maybe your grounding in that moment is actually just taking that day to go for a walk yes and taking that day to have the bath yes. taking that day to talk with a friend and and you know or you know just take that time to journal you yes. know things that society you know it, it, we're always rushing we should be working we should be doing this we mm. should be achieving but it's like no maybe in order to actually achieve you know what tomorrow has in store i actually just need to unplug today yes yeah. And take that moment to ground. Yes. And, you know, one thing that I'd recently heard that just spoke, you know, so true is that, you know, when we're focused on fear and when we're focused on that moment of, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Like, like the story in our head that is, you know, running, we cannot see the opportunities that are waiting two steps away down mm -hmm. the road. So yeah. I love that idea of, you know, it's not going to be forever that yeah. I'm feeling like this. Maybe, you know, sometimes on a really, really rough day or, you know, it's just one of those days where you just wake up on the wrong side of the bed and everything goes wrong. I really do not see anything wrong. And I advise, I'm like, you know, if you need to go to bed early that day, right, and just go to bed, yep. you know, like just end let, end let, the day. Right, just let, end the day. let that day pass because tomorrow you will wake up and you'll feel better. And that is the beauty of waking up to a new day. Yes. It's like, wow. Okay. Thank you, God. You know, I got a new day and I, I actually do feel better because maybe I was just really sleep deprived and I was stressed and my body just needed to shut down and just 
have that time. Have right? the time, yep. So and we have to, to allow that. Yep, and to your point, that ability, essentially, you're either choosing self-sabotage or self-care is really the vocabulary that I would put to mm-hmm. that conversation because it's a very difficult choice sometimes. Well, I'm going to do that thing that I always do that always puts me back three paces, but right. it's what's expected versus taking the time to take that walk or to connect with someone. So there's that real obstacle of not even the productivity piece, it's the obstacle of choosing that maybe my time is best spent on myself or on my wellness or on getting away from the things that are stressing me out that will be there tomorrow. So I appreciate this whole sense of, especially as a creative, it's just, I I don't even know how you, (laughs) I mean, there's just so many opportunities to question Mm -hmm. what you do because it's so subjective and that sense of, well, I don't know who's going to think what, I don't know what the reception will be. I don't know, but I know I need to share this. So a lot of tension I bet lives there. And it's really great that you're capable and interested in, overcoming those obstacles and walking around them, through them, under them, whatever it is, to get to that other side and connecting with the people, the fans who really love what you do. Yeah. And one thing you said in passing, Hayes, um, at the Yoga Studio one day was really interesting. And you just always said in passing, but it really had a big impact on me because we were talking about, you know, just... um, kind of choices in life. And and I think you said, you know, you can choose thriving. You said something along the lines of you can choose thriving or the other choices to suffer, yeah. suffering. And yes. you said, oh, they're just choosing suffering, you yeah. know? And that really hit me because it's like, you know, when I choose to turn away from my guitar mm-hmm. and I put it in the corner and I deprive myself of playing it or, you know, when I, you know, feel like making art, but, you know, maybe I'm just really not there. I, I like that just plays. I'm like, oh, I'm choosing suffering. Yes, Like I'm actually choosing to suffer right now or if I'm not doing something that I know deep within myself, I have to make that email. I have to put that business call out there. It's something I'm not, you know, it's not my my top four taste, but it's like I'm going to choose to suffer by not doing it. Mm -hmm. Ooh, it's like, whoa, I don't want to do that. Yeah, but I can beat myself up tomorrow and remind myself of all the things I wasn't going to get done and couldn't get done and be in the same space that I was had I not sent the email. So there's this choice of, yeah, and it's the choice as well as just even the awareness that, you know, suffering, they say that pain is inevitable, Mm -hmm. suffering is optional. That's one of Buddha's big quotes and Mm -hmm. that sense of, wait, I'm choosing this, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to. Yes. (laughs) There are other choices. Right, right. So what if I just kind of take that out? Because it's like that little insidious thought that keeps, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, you know, but as soon as you do it, it's like done. So you're like, oh, okay, writing that email and pressing send wasn't so hard and whatever's to come will be. Yes. And, you know, if if, uh, one of the things in the music industry, you know, that, you know, when you're really young and you're gung-ho, you think every show is going to be the be-all, end-all, the Mm make-or-break, you know, moment. And I think sometimes we do that. We put so much pressure on one thing. But, you know, again, life is such a long journey that it's all a part of it. There is no make-or-break. It's all just the journey that you're meant to walk on. And if it was a great show, amazing, wonderful. You know, if it wasn't the best show, that's okay because you're going to do it again next month. And, you know, the audience is you know, still going to be there and be supportive of it. And yes. maybe people didn't even notice it wasn't a great show, right? It's just in my mind or it's in the band's mind that, yes. oh, we didn't play that riff tight enough or I didn't sing as well as I wanted to or, you know, so we don't want to rob others of their joy of experiencing it by pouting in the corner and being like, oh, well, that was terrible. Yes. You know, it's like, no, no, that was okay. Yeah. Moving on, not choosing to suffer over that. Like, let's just, you know, be thankful for what it was. We had the opportunity to get out there and do what we love or cool. You know what? I'm really proud of myself for actually sending that business email that I needed to do. Okay. Props. You know, go celebrate. Yeah. Go celebrate with a little walk with the dog or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Right. Like, I think we have to celebrate our moments when we don't choose suffering because that is when you start to break the patterns. 
right? That is really when we start to break the patterns. And again, we're so quick to move beyond it and to be like, okay, well, what next? Yes. Right? It's like, okay, well, then I need to do this, this. It's like our to-do list could really get way ahead of us. Yes. Right? And take us once again out of the present moment Mm -hmm. and into all of the things that I need to do. But it's like, hey, you know what? If you actually did just spend that hour doing the business work that you needed to do and you knocked it off, it's like that is something to celebrate. Like be proud. Yes. And really like give yourself that props and say, hey, good job and feel good about it because that's going to continue to give you the strength to say, oh, okay, wow, I did it. I can do it again. I can do it again. I can do it again. You know, and it's nothing to be scared of and it's nothing to, you know, choose resistance for Mm -hmm. because I'm going to choose to resist doing this because, oh, I don't know what's going to come or what they're going to say. And once again, if they say, no, that's okay. That's okay. If they don't want to buy the piece of art or whatever. Yeah. 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 And I want to pull on one thing you've said, Mm because for me, my tea and grit is time Mm. in that I know it's a finite resource and Mm. I have no control over it and what I do with it matters. So when there are things that that. I don't want to do, I could spend an entire day thinking about how I don't want to send that email that would probably take five minutes. But now I've just wasted eight hours of my life. Yes deciding or not deciding or questioning the need to really send that email. So again, my tea and grit is time. Mm. Hayes, it's going to take you six to seven minutes to send this. Mm -hmm. Send it because now you're going to have information that you didn't have Mm, and you couldn't have had if that email was still on your list of things to do a week later. So to your point around, it's easy to feel like it's a good use of time contemplating doing some hard (laughs) things. But at the end of the day, the thing Mm -hmm. isn't done. And the time that is so precious Mm -hmm. that it needed is now exponentially longer because my thoughts mm, yeah. <laughs> became part of the task. If I can separate my thoughts about the task yes. from the task, then for me, for sure, that's a great questioning, a great exercise in my experience when facing hard things is my thoughts about the thing versus the time it takes to do the thing. Sure, I can add six hours right. <laughs> of thoughts or I can just do the thing and then see how it goes. Doesn't mean it's easy. Doesn't mean I'm not scared. It yeah. means I've done it. So now the information yeah. that's coming my way can actually arrive. Because if I haven't done it, yes. I can't get the information. Terrifying, scary as it is. Right, right. Can't get the information. Right. And I love that because one of my eyes is the impact. What is the impact of that email going to do? You know, maybe yes. it is going to connect you to that person, right? What is the outcome that you're trying to achieve? But like, really, what is the impact? So you're right. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, now you have the information to go moving forward one way or the other. Yes. And you're not just floating around in yes. the ether wondering, yes. Yes. And beating yourself up for not doing it or, you know, so yes. it's so true. I love oh, that. Time so is so good. precious. So good. And now I'm very exp- very um, excited and inspired by you as an artist because I feel that you are a very incredibly gifted artist and your work is so soul stirring and luminous I'm curious to know how your R words Mm -hmm. which are respect result and remove Mm. allow you to be strong and give you direction when you have to monetize your art Ooh, mm. And that is a really big one is, you know, because so many artists, we struggle with the business element of the art. Yep. You know, we really do. And it is very hard initially to put a price to that work, you mm-hmm. know, because oftentimes, you know, people don't see the back end. They don't see the fact that it's, you know, $800 in supplies alone. Right. They Mm. don't see, especially with my work, just because it is, you know, it is, you know, gems and jewels and all these, you know, things that I've bought, you know, Um, and then they don't see. Yeah. The fact that it took three weeks Mm. of coming back to that over and over and over again Mm -hmm. to make in hours and hours. So then when they see the price of it, they're oh, that's expensive. You know, that's that's the number one you yeah. know, response right away. So really having respect. You know, mm-hmm. one of my ours is respecting your work, respecting yes. yourself, respecting your value. 
right? And not letting somebody else, you know, um, dictate to that or make you feel less than for what you're asking for it. Yes. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I have art for all budgets. You know, mm -hmm. if you want that little $25 beauty or if you want an mm -hmm. $80 beauty, it's still completely original, totally yours. Yes. You know, if it, you can afford it. Absolutely. I want everybody to be able to afford original art in a yes. mass produced world. That's mm -hmm. what I say, because mm -hmm. that's special, right? To have something that's totally Beautiful. uniquely yours. Mm -hmm. um, but once you've, you know, you've put the time and the effort, you know, you really have to step into your power of saying, you know, if you can't, if you can't afford this big beauty, that's okay. No problem. You know, no problem. There's, there's others. Yes. And just being 100% okay, because ultimately at the end of the day, you know, if you've sold something under, under your, the value that you wanted, and I had to learn that the hard way, mm -hmm. you know, I had made these two large pieces and I was really desperate at the time for sales. Yep. And, you know, somebody offered me $400 for both mm -hmm. and I took it, you know oh. what I mean? Just because I was just, I was just, I was desperate, you yep. know, and I just remember walking away from that, just thinking, wow, I just gave myself away. Away. I just gave my work away. Yeah. I just completely, because that, you know, probably barely covered, you know, just the supplies alone for those pieces. I so, can't even imagine. Yeah. So, yeah. but that was something that I had to learn the hard way. So yes. absolutely like the respect and then the result. So one of my other R's is result. What is the result you're trying to achieve, you know, through your work? You know, ultimately as an artist, you know, we want to make more. Yes. You know, that's the gift. It's like yes. through selling it at a mm. price point that allows you to, um, you know, have abundance in your own life. Yep. Right. The result is that then you can, you know, reinvest into more supplies. So if you're just selling it at base level, mm -hmm. you know, where you're not able to actually, you know, sleep at night easy thinking like, OK, I can treat myself to a nice meal. You yep. know what I mean? I can pay my rent. Yes. I can actually afford my life and I can, you know, reinvest. And it's like, OK, that, you know, you have to really think about that result to say, OK, I, again, let me offer at a variety of price points <laughs> so that the people, you know, because there's still absolutely value in selling that $250 piece. Yep. But if it's $2,500 dollars there's value in that too mm -hmm. you know do not undervalue your work and step into that and yes. just say it's okay if you know other people you know it's not it's not the right price point for them but don't let them make you feel like it's less than and that they should be paying less for it yes you know that that's a tough one yeah and once again remove as my other r word removing those self-limiting beliefs removing that doubt that you can't sell it at this at this price point because you can yes there is uh, literal billions and billions of dollars and resources out there. You know, people ha do have money. So if you're if you're talking about those higher price point pieces, it's really just about finding the right the right person. And you know, maybe that's going to take you a couple years. You know, but it's really important that oh that my phone's ringing. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, so sorry. I thought I put that on uh, <laughs> on uh, airplane mode. But yeah, just removing, sorry to just get back to that, just removing that doubt that, um, you know, it will never sell because that was one thing that, you know, initially, again, as, as, a, as a younger artist, like earlier on in my career, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, okay, is it, um, you know, is, is, it, is, is it 800 too much? You know, like, you know, when you're, you know, thinking about these bigger pieces that yeah. maybe took you a full week to mm -hmm. make. Um, but then when somebody actually does come along and they're like, wow, I love it. And I've been saving up for something for my living room. Yes. And this is going to be perfect. And oh, my gosh, I just can't like you really mm. then you get to have this exchange that is so pure yeah. and that is so beautiful because mm -hmm. because they're honoring your work. Yes. And they love what it's bringing into their homes mm -hmm. and into their lives and how it's going to transform their space and add beauty or add intrigue or be that point of, you know, talking when people 
walk into the living room. So, so just removing those beliefs of no, it'll never sell or no, you know, it's not worth this. You know, we really have to come into knowing our value, yes. respecting it, and then removing those self-limiting beliefs that the ego, mm-hmm. right, trying to, to quash you down and say like, nope, nope, nope. But it's like, nope, it, yeah. it can and it will. And even if it takes a little bit more time, I'm willing to to allow that that space to open up, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. And again, removing the, the limiting beliefs to like not put it out there. Yes. Yeah. People have to see it. Yes. So you have to step into, you know, showing it. You have to step into, you know, being okay to go outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. I heard one artist, a uh, very famous artist named Alex Gray, one time I went to one of his talks and mm. he said, um, art isn't art unless somebody else witnesses it. Ooh. And that really hit me because at that point I had made a bunch of art, but it was all sitting in my parents' basement. Because ah. I hadn't been ready to show it yet. And mm-hmm. that is, you know, showing art is very vulnerable. Yes. Right? Like it comes from our soul. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and of course, when you show it to somebody, people are very quick to judge and say things that maybe they don't know are hurtful. Yes. Oh, you should have done this. Oh, I would have. You know what I mean? It's just like different things yeah. or I would have done it different, you know, and again. So, but just, you know, yeah, showing it, letting mm-hmm. other people witness it is what makes it art because then they're taking it in through their eyes through their senses they're ha- it's having an impact absolutely so just you know removing that doubt and yep. saying like it has to get out there I have to you know be okay with however people receive it mm-hmm. because I know again why I've created it yes and you know what it has to offer yes and I appreciate so much about your answer because at the end of the day you are creating something for everyone so to your first point mm-hmm. you could have said well I'm only making pieces that cost five thousand mm-hmm. dollars and that's just what I want to do mm-hmm. which which is one line mm-hmm. of thinking to yeah. your point. But if your intention is to make accessible, make art accessible for every price point because yeah. you want original art available to yes. people who are seeking it. So yes. or, or initially your first thought is one of compassion and mm-hmm. you're interested in investing in the people mm-hmm. regardless of their budget. Like you're yes. showing up as an artist, you could get hung up on this particular audience, mm-hmm. which you're choosing not to do because you're being authentic to your original intention of sharing your beautiful skill set with people who are ready to receive it. So I loved hearing that. And then also Mm -hmm. what's neat about the initial response that musicians will get or artists will get from people who just don't have context. So Mm -hmm. to your point Mm -hmm. when someone's, oh, that's expensive. Mm -hmm. It is expensive because this took this many hours of my life (laughs) and this took this many hours of resources. And this price reflects what I put into it. It's not something... There's no metric per se, but it is expensive because it's worth every hour, every ounce of thought, every bit of my heart and soul. So to your point, really just speaking to sometimes people make comments with no context. And so as an artist, as a creative, as a consultant, there's really that. I appreciate your insight, but you Mm -hmm. don't get it. (laughs) And that's okay if you don't get it because. Yeah. I, I get that. it and somebody else will get it. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, you know, unfortunately, the art world and the music world is a world that is a bit filled with ego. And, you know, I mm. have had opinions from other, you know, gallery curators and things saying, you know, you really shouldn't make you know, of affordable art because, you know, then it's going to, people who really want these high price point, they want the exclusive, they want this. Mm. And, you know, you know, and I just thought about that and I was just like, that Ew. was just so cringy. Yeah. Ew. Like it just really made me feel gross because Ew. I was like, no, no. I was like, that just does not resonate with my soul or why I do this at all. And, Ew. you know, if somebody, you know, who had the resources to buy the big piece didn't want to buy it because somebody who doesn't have as much resources as them has a beauty, a little, you know, $40 beauty fine no problem they're not meant for this work yes and it's interesting because i hear that then the person now the buyer is now deciding that they get to own your 
prestige per se. So well, I don't want this picture hanging in my house if that same artist has made something for someone who can... That's such a fascinating it, it was a, detraction from what it is that you are offering. Yeah, and it was just one of those things too that like, yeah, just made me tilt my head and just be like, whoa, that is such an interesting way to think because yeah. I would never think like that. Mm. You know, so once I got that piece of quote-unquote advice, I was like, Nope. <laughs> yeah, you're not. And that's it. And yeah. this is not the right venue for my, because again, what I'm creating is a physical piece of art, but yes. it's attached to my soul. Yes. It is coming from a place of me. I want this person to feel like they have me yes. in their living room. And so you don't get to determine where other little bits of me are right. by saying that you can't make art that's less than. And and I love that you said little bits of me, Hayes, because recently I've been more shifting my the way that I see it is I've actually made it for the buyer. It's them. Mm. Right? I was just the channel. I was just the conduit of something that is them. It's the really them. It's their expression, right? Mm. And then shifting the framework of it's expensive. It's like, hey, you know, what, what about the beauty of actually saving for something that you really want? Yes. Right? Delaying that immediate gratitude gratification of, well, I can go to HomeSense and buy that, you know, $30 piece that isn't going to, you know, make me stop in my tracks yes. every morning I wake up and say, mm. wow. But it's like, hey, maybe if I put a little money aside every month for a bunch of months, then I could get that beauty that I really want and I'll have for the rest of my life. Yes. And the beauty of art is it does appreciate in value, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It is an investment, especially for the artists that are actively out there hustling their work, you yes. know, and, and yep. that's something that I really take to heart is that, you know, I have sold work. I'm just so grateful that, you know, people have invested in my work and, and I hold that with such weight yep. that I will never undervalue. I never do bargain basement sales on Good. any of the big beauties. I never, Good. you know, I never give away my work. And, you know, once it sells at a certain price point, that's generally the price that that, that size will start to stay around because Amazing. somebody's, you know, sort of already invested in that. So now we have to grow it from there. And again, hey, you know, if you can't afford the 48 by 48, which yes. you just saw earlier, yes. you know, hey, you can afford a 30 by 30, which is still a beautiful size to put yes. above your couch or whatever, yes. you know, like in mm -hmm. that special spot. Mm -hmm. So, again, just shifting the framework of, hey, isn't it a beautiful thing to save for something yes. that you really love yes. that you're going to have forever? Yep. And then once you get it, it's an achievement. Mm -hmm. It's a, you know, it's like, wow, you got that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful for, for me too, because I just, I'm so humbled when people do, Yes, you know, I'm just Invest. like, wow, yeah. thank you so much, yep. you know, for seeing the value in this. And I love getting the messages like, oh my gosh, the energy has totally changed in my place. And mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like this morning when the sun was hitting it or, you know, it's just, it's such a joy. And that's why I call it blessings upon blessings. Yes. So powerful. And as the recipient of one of your pieces of work, as much as you feel like it is about the buyer, I can honestly say, or the recipient of your generosity, yeah, yeah. I feel like I have you in my living room because oh, I have this beautiful so work called You Are My Sunshine yes, and I get to look at it and see you. So oh, I, I, as a recipient you, and yeah. as the person having something of yours in my home, I definitely feel like I have you in thank my space. You. So you keep doing it for us and we will keep <laughs> feeling that it's from you I'm so happy. and all will be well. Wonderful. Amazing. Oh my goodness. I love this so much. Yeah. Now I'd love to shift gears a bit and talk yep. about polarity yes. because you're an amazing rock band. And Thank in you. particular, I'm curious, because you've been along, you've been around for mm -hmm. such a long time. Mm -hmm. How important were your T words, tenacity, mm -hmm. teach, and truthfulness mm -hmm. along the way? You've kind of alluded to that, but mm -hmm. I'd love to just get mm -hmm. other musicians to hear from you. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, being in a band, being a musician, having that DIY, you know, mentality, because it takes a long time, you know, more often than not, it, it, it really is 
you know, something that needs tenacity. You need to keep showing up, you know, because it's not something that just happens overnight. And it's not just the, the end result of the stage when people see you. It's the practicing two nights a week, mm-hmm. right? It's the writing, you mm-hmm. know, as a group. It's the lugging the gear around and setting up, at, you know, a sound check at four and then yes. waiting until the doors open at eight mm-hmm. and then going on at 10 and then unloading at two in the morning mm-hmm. and then getting home at four in the morning. Uh, you know, it's that show up constantly to the work mm. that's the tenacity it's the you know getting that no getting that no getting that no you can't play in this venue no you can't do this you know to finally get that one yes. right the tenacity to keep showing up mm. to you know uh, again it's value right the music that you're making has value yes. has you know is a part of you know your soul and and the soul of others who who it resonates with who need to hear its message who need to let its wavelengths heal their bodies right like music is healing so having that tenacity to just keep showing up you know year <clears throat> pardon me year after year day after day week after week month after month you know and again having that truth to say you know hey i i, I actually need two weeks off yeah like we all do and that's something that within our our band it's like okay we have to make it work for all of our lives you know because this Amazing. is a large commitment yes all the time you Amazing. know so really just you know what does what does tenacity look like in that mm-hmm. in that week in that month is it is it four jams you know once a week because we have a show coming up or is it okay you're going you're going away for a week so maybe the rest of us will also just take a week off so we're not hustling around Perfect. driving to jam um, teach um, what does each situation want to teach you in music what does the song want to teach you know others what does the song to teach me right mm-hmm. everything everything is a teacher to us i yes. feel so you know but ultimately you know with my lyrics and you know with my with my vocals like i've always known if i'm going to put a microphone in my hand i want to be speaking real human situation real mm-hmm. life experience you know mm-hmm. and it is difficult it is not easy every situation is meant to teach us something yep. even the deepest darkest depressions that we go through are yep. meant to teach us how to get to our greatest light mm-hmm. right so really what is what is the song trying to teach what is it trying to evoke you know sometimes again if i'm having a really hard time with, you know, finding the melody, finding the lyrics. What is it trying to say? You know, I ask, I just ask the creator, I ask the divine, I ask my higher self, like, what do you want me to do with this? Yes. Right? Where do you want, what do you want me to teach others with it? And how can you teach me through this? Mm-hmm. You know, so just taking that moment to sort of ask, you know, a lot of the times it's true. It's like, you don't get the answer unless you ask. Right. So it's like you really have to put it out there, even if it's to the ether, to yourself, whatever you believe you believe in, you know, but ultimately, if you're a musician and you're doing it like you have to believe in yourself some little bit, because ultimately you're going to get on that stage. Yes. And you're going to be vulnerable again. You're going to, you know, so and you're going to have others watching and you're going to have others judging. So, you know, you really just have to, you know, say, okay, every situation is meant to teach me, you know, if we don't have a great show. You know, again, oh, shoot, I shouldn't, you know, have gone out the night before. I needed to really get a good sleep, mm, right? Or yes. or whatever. Maybe, again, one thing I've learned for me in particular is pre-show, I, I, I'm i quite introverted in the sense of, like, yeah, I'm nervous. I'm yes. nervous every show, you yep. know? So I just need my own space. Mm. And I don't particularly love to do a lot of talking before a show because I'm trying to just, like, conserve my voice, mm-hmm. you know? And just, you know, we can maybe chat after the show. But, you know, learning those things, that's those are the situations that once 
just you kind of get the lesson as you do it a bunch of times. You're like, yeah. okay, you know, maybe I just need to relax and get my own space and, mm-hmm. you know, have my own space. So sometimes people want to talk like right before you're going on and like literally the band's loading and I'm trying to just like have a moment of like meditative prayer to just mm. say like, please come with me, God, like, okay, hold, you know, cause mm. I'm nervous. Right. Mm. So, but people are trying to talk to me and, you know, to just say, Hey, let's chat after. Do you mind? I just need, I just need my own space right before we go on. Yeah. You know, like having that again, courage to speak your truth. And yes. that's my next tease. Truthfulness. Yes. Being true and honest and authentic to the music that you want to make as a musician. Because again, everybody's going to have opinions. You know, we have had so many, you know, different opinions from producers and people say, oh, well, you got to write, you know, the radio. It has to be three minutes. It has to be three minutes and 30 seconds. Otherwise, it's not going to get played on the radio and you want to be played Uh, on the radio. And well, we don't really make music to be played on the radio. You know, that being said, we've gone our own route, Hayes. And with our latest release, we had a seven and a half minute long song that got played on mainstream radio across Canada. Brilliant. So that's us going our own way, Mm. being truthful to ourselves. And that was so cool because that's what the announcer said, you know, uh, right ahead of, you know, announcing this. He said, this is a band that has gone their own way. This is a band that has stuck to from day one. They Mm. knew what they wanted to do. We've always wanted to be an alternative rock band. We've always wanted to make meaningful music. We've always wanted to blend heavy and ethereal. Mm. Mm. And we've always wanted to redefine what it means to make popular music because it doesn't always have to go to a mold and it shouldn't because that's that's not true creativity and artistic expression. So really being truthful to what you are trying to accomplish in that song, not letting other people cloud that truth, not letting other people cloud that authenticity because ultimately music needs to come from the soul. You know, it needs to be felt by all of the people that are making it because that's what's going to be received by all of the people that are experiencing it is that authenticity, that truthfulness because if if you're speaking your truth, if you're living your truth, others are going to get inspiration from that to say, wow, you know, if you can do it, I can do it. Yes. And that's the goal. That's the goal. And what I'm hearing you speak to a lot of the time in that message is really that boundaries are up to you as the artist, because in Mm -hmm. some sense, Mm -hmm. you need to create the boundaries, which again, it's always hard to do in terms Mm -hmm. of if I need to protect my voice before a show, I am very interested in speaking to Mm -hmm. you, but not now. This isn't a no, this is a not yet. So really making it even more general than a musician, it's that there are times when we can say a no, which mm-hmm. is in fact a not yet, because yes. I'm protecting, I'm setting up boundaries that keep me in a space where I can be powerful and be present and offer yeah. what it is I want to, whether it's a show, whether it's an art piece, whether it's a meeting or a presentation, there's real value in speaking to the boundaries that you need to maintain mm-hmm. by, again, knowing that every no can be seen as a not yet, Love that. Um, but also flipping that around that there are established boundaries around, well, the songs can only be this long. Mm-hmm. That's not true. That's mm-hmm. just the norm. Sometimes these boundaries boundaries that are mm-hmm. external or are understood to be mm-hmm. the norm don't really apply. So I appreciate that your description of what you have gone through with your band is really insightful in that boundaries are everywhere. Mm-hmm. We get to choose them and create them in a way that serves us. Mm-hmm. And we get to blow them up and ignore them mm-hmm. um, and redefine them when they don't serve us. So I love that that bit of banter. Yes, yeah. thank you. And on the, as a recipient of, you know, like one quote that I had heard a while ago or sort of just like a piece of advice is like, any way that somebody responds to you has nothing to do with you. 
Yes. You know, and that was a big one for me where I was just like, wow, it's so true. You know, like, you know, if, if they've responded rudely or if they've, you know, it has nothing to do with me because I wasn't trying to do anything. You know, I was trying to maybe just engage with you right before the yeah. show, yeah. you know, whereas like, but I'm in my own world and trying to protect my voice. So it doesn't have to do exactly with the fact that I, I don't want to talk to you. Of course yes. I do. I'm happy to talk yeah. to you. It's just not right this second. Yes. Not, not five minutes right before I go on when I need to have my own space and my own, you know, and sometimes when that happens, then I'll approach the person after and I'll say, hey, I'm so sorry just before. And then they're totally cool with that. Oh, no, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get it. I get yeah. it. You know? So sometimes, again, just speaking that boundary, honoring your own truth, honoring mm -hmm. what you need to be your best performer. And I'm not talking just music, but like yes. when you're showing up to the meeting, yes. when you're showing up to that hard conversation, yes. when you're showing up to that thing that you're just, you stepping outside of your comfort zone, how can you honor that by uh, acknowledging your truth? Yes. I need to have my own little space right now to give myself that little pep talk and, mm -hmm. you know, like encourage myself and, you know, anybody outside of that right now, it's like, again, I love that. It, it's not, it's not a no, it's just not, a not yet. That's so cool. Indeed. Yes, it is. And yeah. then again, pulling on this whole sense of lyrics, I really mm. love, I've always loved listening to your music at Thank your you. shows because Thank I you. feel as though when I see you perform live, there's this existential element mm -hmm. to so much of what you share with your fans. Mm -hmm. And I would love to know how your I words, which are integrity, mm. impact and intuition, mm -hmm. how they've influenced your songwriting process and how they come into play when you decide which songs will actually see the light of day yes yeah so um integrity you know just really again just being truthful with the human experience you know understanding that you know i'm meant to give voice to the hard times mm -hmm. to you know the relationships that maybe don't go the right way that you you envisioned it going because again this is part of the human experience so really being integral with not just the surface stuff but yeah. the, the the deep stuff of life mm -hmm. you know giving voice to just because i'm expressing you know uh something that maybe that sounds dark better yeah. out than in Mm -hmm. Right, better out than in. And sometimes through expressing that darkness in, in a creative way, again, we're allowing people to know that, oh, wow, you felt that way too? Not alone. I'm not alone in this, right? So yeah. just really having that integrity to, to yeah, I guess just speak that that honesty yes. into into my songs is really important um impact again sometimes people say oh you know when we're writing or it's like what is you know what what do you think the audience would like or what do you you know and i always try to you know sort of rein it back in you know when we're writing to say you know yes you know we want to create songs you know that the audience likes but the the, the audience is going to like what we like that's mm -hmm. why they've resonated with our music so what is the impact we want to have with our own music well if we're going to be touring it we're going to be playing these songs for years mm -hmm. for years you years. know so we yeah. really want to have like enjoy what we're doing mm -hmm. you know but again just impact too in the sense of how will these words affect how will these words ripple outwards yes. how will these you know words depending on the song you know be that quiet moment that somebody needs you know whispered in their ear to give them that you know extra extra bit of strength yes. or that extra bit of sadness if it's like hey you know we've we've all been there like that's really hurtful when somebody you know I have a line in the song that says you know how can I forgive something you didn't do and that speaks to when somebody doesn't apologize mm -hmm. that's hard Mm -hmm. right because it's like we always want to be able to forgive but yep. if you're in a relationship and they've hurt you and then they don't apologize but they expect to just go on as if nothing happened it's right. like no like we need the apology yes you know so just okay. different different little kind of nuggets that come out that i hope people can pick up on and yes. and, and think like oh wow i get that you I know feel that too yeah thank yeah. you yeah. Yes. that's so yes. good and then intuition you know one of polarity's you know biggest messages always is follow your dreams yes 
you know, really just follow your dreams. This is your life. You dream this life into, into existence. You came here for a reason. You mm. have dreams. You have goals. You have, you know, higher things that you want to achieve, you know. And again, we're, we're put in a society that tells you, you need to do this. You need to do it this way. You need to work this many hours. You need to retire at this age. You yes. need to, right? Like, you need to formula. live up to these standards. Yes. yes. A formula. Yes. Mm. Yeah. No. Right. Right. It's like, no, we need to follow our intuition in life. What is calling me? What are my gifts? You yeah. know, maybe I really want to bake cupcakes for, for everybody. It's like, hey, do that. Yes. Right. Like, find that. And you don't have to start huge. Mm -hmm. Start small, mm -hmm. you know, but make, progressively make those steps. But again, just follow your dreams. Follow your intuition. Yep. you know follow your joy mm -hmm. and don't let anybody you know ever squash them or say that you can't it's like because ultimately like you know deep within your heart deep within your soul what what your true gifts what your true talents are what you're meant to you know how you're meant to bring your own light to this world beautiful and i love that you're pulling on that theme of know your gifts because mm -hmm. a lot of what i do with the work is really know your strengths my mm -hmm. entire grit compass yes. is this sense of what you have you already have everything you need inside of you and to yes. your point the dreams are already there it's yes. up to you to not necessarily live them every minute of every day but be aware of them speak to them invite them into existence and invite opportunities to use them in the same way i speak to knowing your strengths knowing the resources just call what's already there to the surface and yes. then hang out with it and then call it into your day call it a little bit of this and then I'd love now really that cool segue is what are your dreams what's next for Jumpin' Jasmine where are you going from here thank you Hayes <laughs> so with the band we're writing new album Ooh. you know so we're writing new music uh, our, our dream has always been to see the world through music mm. Right. To play to many audiences around the world. And, yes. you know, it's so cool as we're getting more and more messages, you know, hello from Chile. Hello <gasps> from Argentina. Love your music in Spain. Mm. You know, it's like you could feel it bubbling. You can feel it getting out there, you know, which is so cool. So just writing this new this new album and then looking forward to what it will bring. You Amazing. know, for us and getting it out there. So we're heading into the studio. But right now we're just really in the creative cocoon of writing. So that's okay. a lot of work. But we are playing some shows. It's the summer and the spring. So yes. we will be getting out there. The festivals. The festivals. So uh, we're playing one April 29th in Guelph. And, you know, just keep an eye on Polarity Music, all of our social media. You know, you'll be able to see where we're playing and when. It's it's such a fun time to just come out to shows in the summer and, Indeed. you know, let let loose. So rocking the world still absolutely on the top of the list, Good. you know. Yeah. And then with my art just continuing to create and continuing to get it out there continuing to get it out in front of eyes so it can have its impact mm -hmm. you know because I love to see people responding to the art and how it you know really shifts their day even just coming in when yes. you know we had those women on the street that were like wow I'm so glad I saw this you yes. know it's like oh thank you Changes so much like I'm so day. right like it's such Changes a blessing yep. so just continuing to create both you know small and large art on all sizes you know I just I'm, I'm blessed that it flows through me, I always say, you know, it, it isn't of me, but it flows through me and I'm grateful for that, mm -hmm. you know, so just continuing to allow that divinity to come through me and um, seek the opportunities for it to continue to get out there, for it to continue to get bigger, for it continue to get into homes. But neither the music or the art is stopping anytime soon, Beautiful. you know, because of the tenacity. So awesome. So good. Yeah, so All right. Now, where can listeners find you? Give us your websites, give us your socials, that kind of thing. What can we, how can we connect with you? Okay. Awesome. So our band has 
has a YouTube channel, Polarity Official. Anything that you want to see, we have tons of music videos. Polarity Official, if you check us out on the Spotify, Polarity, um, you'll always find our music under Polarity. Okay. So, so polaritymusic.ca uh, is our website. We're good, currently working on updating it. But, you know, Instagram, you know, all of the socials, just check out Polarity Music as well. And then my personal website for my art is jasminevirginia.ca. So, and then that's also like my own personal social media where I do post about my band and post about my art. So Jasmine Virginia is pretty much where you can find my art and my music. And uh, I'm always happy to connect and hear from people. So feel free to shoot me a message if, if you like what you're seeing or what you're hearing. Um, I love to engage with people. So Amazing. Yeah. Jasmine, thank you so much for being Jumpin' Jasmine and for being that source of light, that source of soul-stirring energy, that source of just power. There's so much power in what you do. And I love, again, your grit is the first concentric circles Venn diagram of sorts. So just the visual that's element. Cool. I will never forget that your compasses, there's just this beautiful visual element oh, to how you define a grit that I haven't seen before. So I'm just oh. grateful. I hope the listeners are equally as invested in getting some more jasmine into their lives. Aww. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you so much to Hayes for doing what you do, giving people the tools of the grits, for bringing the vitamin Hayes into their lives, <laughs> as I say, and then the Hazer G. We all need our Hazer G. Aww. So your work is so powerful, Hazen. It's truly an honor. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Amazing. Have an incredible rest of your day, listeners, and stay tuned for more. Grow My Grit podcast, hosted by Hayes Shepmeyer, is a production of Gritty Guru Company. Technical production by Niall Fines. Music by Peter Willis. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. For more information about my book, Know, Grow, and Show Your Grit, self-discovery made simple, please visit growmygrit.com. Follow me at Grow My Grit and share this podcast on social media. Leave a review, take a screenshot of the homepage, and send it to friends or family members who will benefit from more grit.